Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. This podcast is a proud member of the FanHub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with FanHub to put fans first. Search FanHub app to play your part in the journey. The 1865 Match Report. We're listening to the 1865 Forest Rabble on a night when Forest's recent unbeaten run came to an end with a 2-1 defeat at home to Middlesbrough. We are joined by Phil from the Bonkers for Borough website. Um, thanks for joining us, Phil. Um, before the match, Neil Warnock was basically being Neil Warnock. He was suggesting that Forest have got a much bigger and better squad than Borough. And he's also saying, well, there's a chance that the match might get called off because of the bad weather. Was this typical Warnock kidology in terms of making his team the underdog? And if so, did it work? Hi there, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, I, th- I think there's certainly an argument for saying that um, it was a little bit of kidology from uh, from Neil Warnock. He's um, he's uh, he's a wily old manager. He's um, he, ha- he hasn't really had the uh, the success in the championship like he has um, without uh, pulling a couple of uh, a couple of tricks along the way. Um, I think coming into the game, I think you, you can definitely see that Forest have got a, a bigger squad, and so they're probably favourites uh, going into. Um, they probably were favourites going into uh, going into this match, and I think particularly with the uh, the weather and that kind of thing there was a couple of um, elements at play there but um, I think it's it's anything really to just to kind of um, I suppose just to kind of get that mental edge over their opponents I think looking at the game tonight it was it was Middlesbrough started quickest and uh, perhaps it was uh, Neil Warnock's uh, mind games which uh, which kind of caught uh, Chris Hewton's uh, side um, off guard particularly in the early stages of the match. Well as I said in the match preview that I contributed to your uh, website Bigger isn't always better when it comes to squad size. We've got a lot of players who aren't even going to get close. Um, also, you know, we have got quite a few players who aren't in contention at the moment, particularly in central midfield. But it wasn't the central midfield that was important uh, in the in the important parts of today's match. Uh, Borough went straight down Forest's left-hand side, you're right. And the match was topped and tailed by Yuri Ribeiro having a bit of a mare. Um, taken on and targeted by the sounds of it. Um, And at the end, uh, Yuri got his red card, uh, deservedly so, it would seem. Um, Britta Sombalonga scored against Forrest. Uh, He's your captain. He's had a tough time in terms of being in and out of the team and recently recovered from COVID. Um, Are you pleased with Brit's contribution, not just tonight, but overall as a Borough player? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I thought Britta Sombolonga was um, was really good tonight. Um, he, he he led the line well. He um, he, he kind of uh, set the uh, set, I suppose set the pace for Middlesbrough's team. Um, we, we do kind of set up in a way that um, means that, that we go after our opponents. We kind of press them high up the pitch with uh, with Duncan Watmore and Marcus Tavernier doing that. But uh, but Britta Sombolonga really did kind of uh, lead the way in terms of doing that in the uh, in the attacking third. And I did think that he gave um, the uh, the Forest defence a, a really tough time. He he has had a particularly uh, difficult time I suppose for this season but also also last season as well really he's just kind of uh, some of the supporters do tend to uh, to get on his back a little bit and um, he can sometimes come across as a, as a little bit lazy uh, when he's on the pitch but I think it's just because he's a bit of a laid-back character um Usually his saving grace is the fact that he's um, prolific at putting the ball in the back of the net, but that's been something that he's struggled with so far this season as well. So uh, I think for tonight, being able to uh, to get a goal within the uh, within the first 15 minutes of the game will be a, a huge confidence boost. Um, I think you saw that in his performance over the course of the uh, the 90 minutes. And um, I think from a, a Middlesbrough supporter's point of view, the uh, the hope will be that he can kind of kick on from there and, uh, and really enjoy the the second half of the season as he as he gets his fitness and uh, and stamina back up as as, uh, after, as he said after suffering with uh, with COVID in the last couple of weeks. Well, we definitely know about strikers whose body language belies their contribution because uh, it, Brits, your captain now, and our captain is Lewis Graben, and uh, he's definitely had his detractors uh, because there's times when he really doesn't look like he's in into it basically. Um, but away from that, Forrest's main asset in their recent good run has been using the wings and, and gaining strength in those central positions and using the wings and the fullbacks to try and uh, transition into attacking positions. And they just weren't able to do that today. The fullbacks also had tough times, as we've mentioned earlier. We lost our central midfield. Sambaso went off at half time. It, prompted a tactical change from Chris Hewton with Lyle Taylor coming on up front and grab and dropping a bit deeper. And then right at, uh, towards the end, we lost Ryan Yates uh, with what looks like a calf injury. It did mean that his replacement, Loic Mbeso, who's actually a centre-half, came on and he scored a goal in stoppage time. At that stage, having dominated the match but conceding a goal, were you a bit worried? Um, I'd be uh, I'd be lying if I was to say that I was completely at ease um, at that moment. Um, I think having uh, supported Middlesbrough for uh, for a number of years, we're hardly the um, the, the we'd hardly have the uh, the best track record in terms of uh, seeing out matches from from that sort of position. And we do have a, a typical trait of uh, kind of giving away points, um, no matter how undeserved the result might well be. But I, I think on the balance of play, um, I think from my point of view, I think Middlesbrough were were pretty dominant throughout. I mean, yeah. There were, there were spells of pressure that um, that Nottingham Forest were able to uh, to put on Neil Warnock's side, um, but I think as far as the uh, the course of the ninety minutes went, I think Middlesbrough were certainly good value for the win. And so while I was a little bit anxious, I guess in the uh, the closing stages of the match, um, I don't think there was ever really too much um, too much damage or uh, too much harm that um, that. Uh, that, that I guess Forest were going to be able to uh, to get the equaliser because Middlesbrough did seem fairly in control. Well, the classic sign of being in control is being able to see out a match when you get to stoppage time. And of course, that's what led to Yuri's red card. Basically, you corner flag it, don't you? And that's something that Forrest haven't done very well when they've been protecting narrow leads in the last few weeks. Um, against Preston, for example, Lyle Taylor picked up a silly booking for kicking the ball away because he gave away a foul when he should have just taken it to the corner flag. You mentioned about 
yeah, Middlesbrough were the dominant team tonight. Um, how do you think the difference in class was compared to the last time we played? When we gave you a match at the Riverside, you had the best chance of the match and you took it, and that was the difference. Forrester in a torrid uh, run of form at the time, and we're looking marginally better now. So how would you compare where we were then to compared to where we are now? I don't think there's any doubt that um, that Nottingham Forest are, uh, are a team that are going in the the right direction, uh, particularly in the in the last few weeks. I think um, I think over the last um, at least the last six months, really, um, the, the, you've been a team where there just hasn't really been been any kind of um, system in place. It's all been a little bit scattergun in terms of uh, your recruitment um, and in terms of the uh, the cohesion of the team. But um, I think what we found and uh, what you, what we've been able to uh, to see really is that um, under Chris Hewitt. And from watching from a distance, things have just really picked up um, under him. He's kind of um, he's got some, a little bit back to basics in terms of the way that he's setting up um, the, the Forest team. Um, OK, tonight against Middlesbrough, it perhaps wasn't um, your best performance um, and um, probably a game that... Um, that Middlesbrough deserved to win on the on the balance of play, but um, I think over the the last seven games it was um, obviously you were unbeaten in the, in those seven matches. Um, your defence has been particularly solid, and so that's been a real foundation that you can build success on moving forward. Um, I think providing the um, the performance that got put in against Middlesbrough, as long as that's um, the exception rather than the uh, the rule, um, I, I don't see any reason why why Forest can't continue improving, uh, pick up a few more victories between now and the end of the season, and uh, push towards at the top half of the table and um, I think historically that's uh, that's where Nottingham Forest should be they should be looking towards the uh, the top end of the league and challenging for promotion and um, from my from my opinion from watching from the outside and watching um, watching you against Middlesbrough and um, that's definitely the, the direction that you look to be going and under Chris Hewton as long as he uh, as long as he gets the time to, uh, to I suppose finish the job that he's um, that he's starting by building a unit that can compete in the championship and, uh, and really kick on from there. Well, that sounds really positive. Um, one of the things that's been an enduring theme in the match reports we've been doing with other teams' uh, fans has been that they've all been saying, well, looking at the way you've performed, I don't quite see why you're so in so much trouble at the bottom of the table, because the level of performance um, in patches is, is, is doing OK. I think that is the issue, though, it's patches. So the thing that has happened in the last few matches is that there's been a slightly more consistent consistent level of performance. We know that it's a work in progress. I do say as well that we can't ignore the fact that the last few matches have been against teams who aren't as good as the teams we were playing before. So we haven't got a great track record against the teams in the top half of the table and we're doing okay against teams in the bottom half. So coming up against you is the toughest match on paper and in terms and in fact in practice that we've had so far in the last month or so. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us, Phil. Where can we find out more about your website and uh, are you on social media? Thank you very much for having me. Um, yeah, you can you can see me on uh, on social media. Um, our website is called Bonkers for Borough. Um, we're on uh, on Instagram, Twitter and, uh, and Facebook. So if you just search um, at Bonkers for Borough, uh, you'll be able to find us on there where we do uh, where we do interviews, opinion pieces and, uh, and really just kind of give uh, as many supporters as possible um, the voice to uh, to give their opinion on on the club that um, that, that we all love, as, as frustrating as they can be at times. So uh, thanks a lot for your time, and um, yeah, see you around. Thank you. 
thanks to Phil for joining us once again. Uh, do check out Bonkers for Borough. Uh, they did a match preview and they'll probably be doing a little review of uh, the match as well. Um, obviously, it's really disappointing not only to lose, but the manner in which Forrest lost. And it was notable that Chris Hewton, in his post-match interview, commented upon the lack of discipline shown by the likes of Lyle Taylor and Yuri Ribeiro. It's also uh, important to note that having finally looked like we'd gained a little bit of daylight at the bottom of the table at the weekend, the teams who are around us um, are capable of putting together results as well. So things are a little bit tight. We'll be back at the weekend after the Swansea Cup match with our monthly review show, where we'll be looking into those factors in a little bit more detail, reviewing what's happening in the transfer window and basically seeing what the level of progress has been like under Chris Hewton. Thanks for joining us. Keep an eye on your feed. We'll be with you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.